Shay think he know everything. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Let me tell you something. That intro is just popping, ain't it? Ain't on. Ain't it popping. Y'all, I'm, I'm shouting out Poke the Artist. Uh, he does my music for me for this podcast. Uh, that's Poke the Artist. You can look him up on Instagram. And his uh, Instagram is at Poke the Artist. Okay? <clears throat> so welcome to episode eight of Shay Think He Know Everything. Uh, I mentioned my podcast to somebody and they said, well, do Shay know everything? I said, absolutely not. Um, that's why the podcast is named that. Um, also, let me say this before I move on. Uh, I saw somebody else, and I mentioned my podcast, and their response was, and their response was, quote unquote, "Oh, you still doing that? You still doing your little podcast?" Uh, unquote. And I was like, "Yeah," but I knew right then that I'm never gonna go around that person again uh, because negative energy uh, is not becoming of me. Is y'all with me? <laughs> organ player issue here today. <laughs> Have mercy, God. <laughs> okay, organ player, I see you today. Okay, so uh, just so y'all know, uh, we're not going to um, play that game as y'all with me. Uh, so remember, you know, Oprah got a sign in her office that say you are responsible uh, for the energy you bring into this space. And I want y'all to know that you all have responsibility to yourself to make sure that the energy that come around you is not negative. Are y'all with me? Okay, so. <clears throat> Keep your eye on that, okay? Uh, but today, we are discussing, you know, marriage, divorce, okay, love, that whole thing. And I was thinking about this topic uh, while I was going over my topics of podcasts. And I, you know, I was thinking about, you know, marriage and I long for it. Uh, but I'm also nervous and scared. Uh, and mainly because I am a product of divorce. Okay, and I say that to say, um, you know, both my parents have had multiple marriages. I've got siblings that have had multiple marriages. Uh, and so it's just what I've grown up around. Okay, and not just my family, but my friends around me have had multiple marriages. And I, I'm so scared, you know. Uh, so, you know, you can never be prepared for marriage uh, because. When I say prepared, I mean you can never be prepared for the trials and tribulations that come with marriage, right? Um, because think about it. Imagine having a, you know, being single and having an argument with somebody, like a girlfriend. Well, you can come home. But then imagine having that same argument and then you go into the next room and that person is there. Or you got to go to bed next to that person, right? Uh, so, you know, those are the kind of things that I be thinking about. Like, what is that like? I be thinking, what is that like? Because even, you know, I've had girlfriends and we've had arguments and laid down. And they still might be like, you know, I'm going home anyway. And you be like, well, okay, bye. But there is no okay, bye in marriage. There is no, you know, I'm leaving. That's it. Y'all stay there together. You know what I'm saying? I be thinking about stuff like that. 
Um, so, <clears throat> however, uh, you know, Mr. Sh- Mr. Shea likes to read. Um, well, I'm growing into liking to read. And I read that, you know, contrary to popular speculation, when people say half of all marriages end in, end in divorce, it's actually about 39%, uh, which is still high, okay? Um, but I was on the internet looking up reasons for divorce, and uh, I found in um, Life uh, magazine that, you know, the top 12 reasons for divorce, okay? Um, and I'm going to go over them very quickly. Are you ready? If you're ready, say, I'm ready, okay? <clears throat> so, uh, the top 12 reasons for divorce, okay? Number 12. Okay, lost sense of self. Now, what I do know about a lost sense of self is that, you know, people get married and they, you know, especially mommies, you know, mommies become um, become champions for, you know, taking care of the family. They, you know, taking kids here, taking kids there, soccer games, soccer practice, football games, football practice, band practice. You're getting other folks' kids. It's your turn to carpool the children. It's just, you know, and sometimes in being a mommy, especially being a mommy, mommies lose their identity. You know, instead of being, you know, Joanne Brown, who you were, you become mommy. You become Mrs. Brown, who helps take the kids to school. You become Mrs. Brown, who helps PTA. Sometimes you lose your identity. And I would assume that if you're married, you have to try to keep your own identity. So what I'm learning is, even if you're married, you still deserve some me time. Okay? But that's just to preserve your identity to you. Preserve who you are. Okay? Um, number 11, financial issues. Now, what I do know about financial issues and marriages is that I've had girlfriends that we've talked about financial issues and how they do their money, and I just can't roll with some of them tactics, right? Like, if you see a woman who's supposed to pay a bill and they buy shoes instead, you can't mess with them, or vice versa. If you see a guy who was supposed to pay a bill and you see him by the upgrade of Call of Duty or a new video game, you can't mess with him. He supposed to pay a bill, pay a bill with that. You doing extra. Come on, organ player. You doing extra. Don't do that. You can't mess with them. Okay? Uh, number 10, they are just done. Okay, what I know, what I do know about being just done, sometimes you're just done. It's not about growing apart, but I have, I told y'all a few weeks ago, remember me saying, when you done trade and pride and trade, <laughs> trade, y'all, I ain't even going to cut it. I'm just going to tell you, I said trade and was trying to say tried. Um, but when you didn't, uh, when you didn't prayed and tried and cried and prayed and tried and cried and prayed and tried and cried when well, you have done all you can do you ever seen that fit the, the five heartbeats movie <laughs> when the man is singing he said it's all i can do all i can do when you've done all you can do sometimes you're just done that's it i'm done okay uh, so number nine, lack of emotional support. Now, what I do know about lack of emotional support is this is what I have seen in my own life as far as the people around me, especially men. You know, men are always taught. What I do know now is men are taught 
not to be emotional. So, men, I don't know how you expect to support a woman emotionally when you have been ripped away from your own emotions your whole life. So, you are not ready to be married if you are not in touch with your emotions. When I say in touch, you need to know what makes you angry, what makes you sad, what makes you happy, what brings you joy, what makes you cry, and not being ashamed to cry. So what you cried at watching the movies? So what? That means you in touch with your emotions. So what you was uh, having some intimacy time with your girlfriend or wife and you got emotional? So what you cried? You in touch with your emotions. It's all right to be in touch with them. I cry often, uh, not during uh, grown-up time, but I ain't wrong with crying. You know, a good cry cleanses the soul. Come on, organ player. <laughs> Have mercy, God. Uh, a good cry cleanses the soul, okay? Y'all, when I said cleanse, spit went everywhere, okay? Just so y'all know. Um, so, uh, number eight, cheating. Listen, we ain't got to deal with this long, okay? You know good and well, if you done stood before a church and before God and said she the only one or he the only one, then he or she need to be the only one. And I'm I'm just because cheating is so commonplace today. Like people cheat like they go to the Walmart and ain't shame, dog. Well, they must be shame because they be trying to hide it. But y'all, listen, <laughs> let me tell you about a woman, I'll, man to woman, okay? Uh women are have concerns right like if if you're cheating on your woman she immediately thinks what's wrong with me am i not good enough am i right so that's why you gotta that's why you shouldn't cheat okay but i mean you you shouldn't cheat a because it's not right but you shouldn't you shouldn't cheat b because you told this woman you her only in marriage right and it's devastating to a woman when you let me leave it alone um Number seven, domestic abuse. What I do know about domestic abuse is we ain't got to spend time with that. If a woman get hit and she wants to go, damn it, let her go. Okay? Number six, addiction substance abuse. What I do know about addiction and substance abuse is that what I do know is people should not judge or prejudge you based on addiction or substance abuse. Okay? Because people don't wake up and go, you know what? I'm just going to go out here and try, crack. Um, uh, people don't wake up and go, you know what? I just want to drink until it messes up my liver. People don't wake up and do that. So there is something that triggers that. And that's why I say we shouldn't look at addiction lightly. That is why you need to pray and try and cry, right, with someone who has an addiction. You Once you learn they have one, you shouldn't walk away from them because there is something that triggered the addiction, and it's okay if you want to stay and work on that. However, it is the number six reason why folks get divorced. So folks get divorced because they have prayed and tried and cried and prayed and tried and cried and didn't work out, okay? But don't leave right away because addiction is something that's, you know, it. Nobody wakes up and goes, I want to be to one thing or another. Okay? Um, and so, you know, it's okay if you want to stick around some and try to help. It's okay if you love that person so much, you want to stay. And, you know, try to, you know, do the best you can to be supportive and helpful and caring. and That's okay. But as you can see, it's number six reason. So sometimes 
doesn't work out, okay? Number five, someone wasn't ready for marriage. All organ player. Have mercy. Someone wasn't ready for marriage. Now, most men ask women to marry them. So, men, if you ask a woman to marry you, you should know if you're ready, okay? First of all, I want you to not be thinking. See, sometimes when a man think about marriage, his mind immediately go away from it because he immediately is thinking about how much P word I took a pause. I didn't know what to say. He immediately think about how much P word he giving up getting married. That that is real talk. I talk I talk to guys. I talk around guys and guys say that. Guys say, "Listen, man, I don't know if I can be with just one woman." But they say things like that, okay? But then, I, but then I've seen guys weeping over a beer when they find out a woman decided she wanted to step out, and he been stepping out for years. I've seen guys weep at the bar uh, because this has happened. So, <laughs> y'all can't have it both ways, fellas. You can't want to cheat and then be devastated when your woman do decide to step out because you didn't stepped out for years. Okay, so the best bet is for you to get somewhere and sit down. If you're not ready to leave women alone, sit down. It's a, if you're single and you got seven girlfriends, that's fine because you're single. But if you got a wife, well, you're doing too you're doing too much. That means you wasn't ready. Okay, and not just about that. That was just actually one aspect. But look at your finances. Is you ready? Do you have to have 15 million bucks in the bank? No. Do you have to have a huge savings account? No. But do you need to know how to manage your money? Absolutely. Because the mismanagement of money can lead to financial issues, and financial issues were the number 11 reason. So you got to be able to, you know, at least, you know, hey, I can at least sustain myself. You know what I'm saying? So be thinking about that. Okay, uh, number four, not a partnership anymore. So what I do know about not a partnership is we just that means we just not for each other. You know, I was for you. You know, I was for your ideas. I was for your dreams. I was for and you was for mine. But for some reason, we not that no more. So the partnership is gone. Okay. Uh, number three, no intimacy or lack of sex. That, that's huge, right? And I've got huge marks to lack of sex and huge marks next to financial issues, okay? Listen, sex is a big part of marriage because that's the only person you're supposed to be having sex with. So it needs to be yummy every time. It needs to be delicious all the time. And yes, I mean delicious uh, metaphorically and, <laughs> okay, right? And real life, like, right? Uh, you should definitely, when I go to taste you, you should be delicious, uh, wife. Okay, so I'm, I'm just saying. So, you know, that's that's huge. And like I said, it's huge because this is the only person you're, quote, unquote, supposed to have sex with for the rest of your marriage. That's why sex is huge. And it, it needs to be all the things that you like. Right. Let's take I'm always using myself for an example. Listen, for me, the nastier, the better. OK, so I need somebody that can meet my nasty. You know what I'm saying? Because if it's not nasty no more, I listen. Right. If I don't wake up and look at you and be embarrassed about what we did, that means it's not nasty enough. <laughs> Y'all, y'all with me? If we have a breakfast the next morning and I can't look at you in the eye because of how I had you bent over or where my mouth was, that means we it wasn't nasty enough for me. 
Okay. So I'm just saying, know what you like. I tell you, if you're trying to marry somebody, tell them up front, listen, this, this, this what I like. Right? Uh, you know, this, this, this what I like, this what I don't like. You know, my safe word is uh, uh, is plum nanny. Right? If you hear plum nanny, listen, stand me up. Don't have me been over like that. If I, you know, <laughs> but I'm just saying. Lack of intimacy, lack of sex, that's huge. Because like I said, sex is a huge part of marriage because it's the only person you're supposed to be having sex with. Okay, listen, if y'all ain't had sex in a year and somebody's still walking around like they happy, like Tyler Perry said, they ain't happy because of Jesus alone. <laughs> Have mercy, God. <laughs> so that's all I'm saying here. Okay. Uh, number two is huge. Falling out of love. Okay. This whole list above are reasons why. Number two, you can fall out of love, right? Struggling financially. I'm going to fall out of love. Struggling in the bedroom, I'm going to fall out of love. You know, you cheating, I'm going to fall out of love. So don't think you just wake up one morning and don't love them no more. No, there are reasons that lead to that. There are triggers that begin the uh, the process of falling out of love. You got to be watching that, okay? Um, Number one, a huge, a hugest. Number one is huge. Lack of communication. Now, what I do know about lack of communication that is the biggest issues in most relationships slash marriages today. Lack of communication. Listen here. What good does it do me if I take my car to the mechanic shop and just leave it and walk off and have the audacity to go back a week later and ask if my car is fixed? You know what the mechanic going to say? He going to say, well, you never said what was wrong. You never said what the car was doing. You never said it was, you know, stalling at the light. You never said it shook when it got over 70 miles an hour. You never said, you know, when you hit the gas, it paused some. You never said it was smoke coming out the headlight. You never said what was wrong. So how do you expect me to fix the car if you have never said what was wrong with it? I don't know where to start. Okay? The same thing with communication. We don't know where to start, ladies and gentlemen, if nobody has told us what was wrong. Please, 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 in your marriages, in your relationships, tell people what kind of, what if you're thinking about it, tell it, right? If you're thinking about it, tell it to them. Just be honest. If, but you got to communicate because lack of communication can be a problem. Okay, and this comes back to men. Men, we not good with opening up and sharing how we feel and sharing our, you had better be. You had better become that. So if you can't do that, that brings me back to what number is this here? Uh, that brings me back to um, what number is not ready for marriage. Okay, you just weren't ready. If you don't, if you can't communicate, you are just not ready for marriage so but that's something you have to look in the mirror and say you have to look in the mirror and say listen i'm not a communicator i don't openly tell her how i feel or i don't openly tell him how i feel please talk about it talk about that you didn't like that he bought that bought them new jordans instead of paying his water bill Talk about that, you know, she went to Victoria's Secret and bought that new bra instead of paying her. Let them know. Even if it's a bedroom issue, say, listen, I like, listen, I don't like that, that you did that in the room. Uh, 
if you liked it, tell her in the morning. Say, listen, I liked it what you did. Have mercy. We should do that. Tech communication is the key. You know, and some folks are, I know people who say, you know, they only feel, not say, but they only feel like they can communicate once the relationship get to a certain point. Wrong. The moment you decide this is somebody you're interested in, you need to be starting to learn how to communicate with them. Irregardless to how it may make them feel, you have to communicate. You have to say how you feel. I have to say how I feel. Miami has so much appeal. A great place to get a seafood meal. Miami. That's a Golden Girls episode. Thought I'd throw that in there. Um, but you have to say how you feel. Okay, you have to communicate. It's so big. It's so large. In any relationship, especially a marriage, because marriage is gonna gonna send you out there. You you in the boat and head out to sunset uh, on the ship when it comes to marriage. And if it's just you and one other person on that ship, y'all got to communicate. If the wind is blowing the bow a certain way, you better tell them, look, this bow is changing. We need to turn this thing back to starboard. You understand what I'm saying? So get <laughs> you know, <laughs> communication is everything. So that's what I do know about those 12 topics right there, okay? Um, so just be aware of that, if you will, okay? Um, so, again, I just before I leave this segment, I just want to say for myself personally, I am a product of divorce. So I, I'm going to be one that try extra hard. So while I want marriage badly, I'm very afraid of failing at it. Okay, so Mrs. Gilbert, if you're out there, I, I want you to know <laughs> to please forgive me if it seems like I'm too extra. <laughs> please forgive me if it seems like I'm trying too hard. <laughs> please forgive me if it seems like I'm doing too much. <laughs> and if it seems like I'm doing all of those things, <laughs> it's because I am. <laughs> I don't want to fail. Have mercy, God. Are y'all with me? Okay, so if it seems like I'm being too extra, just know it's that way because I'm scared to fail. All right? Well, let's leave that segment and go on to what I'm tired of. Is that okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what I'm tired of is this. Right to the point, okay? What I'm tired of is... Both women and men, most of the times you see men doing it because we just don't know that we be in public, okay? But listen, let's stop reaching down into our crotches and smelling it, acting like, you know, we fixing our glasses or rubbing our nose. No, you're doing a smell check. You're going through the crotch to the nose. It's a smell check, okay? It, just call it what it is. We talked the same before about being honest. Say what it is. You're doing a smell check. And listen, I'm not tired of y'all going, I'm not tired of us going into the crotch to smell it. I'm tired of us going down there acting like it's something else. No, no, you are doing a smell check, a smell test, and that's all right. If I'm getting ready to get on the bus, do a smell check. If you're getting ready to get into a cab, do a smell check. If you're ready to get into an Uber, do a smell check. If you're going to go into a club full of people, do a smell check. Wretch down there. 
and see what's going on. And let folks know if you see me reaching, yes, I'm doing a smell check. Yeah, yes, yes, smell check, yes, smell check, yes, to the cards, honey. Smell check. I'm just checking. Is it okay if I check how I am? I t- show I felt some organ player. Uh, so it's okay if you just checking. Uh, I'm tired of folks acting like you pushing your glasses up. Soon as you go into your crotch, you come up to your nose. It's a smell check, but don't rub your nose like you're trying to fake it, play it out. Just matter of fact, if somebody see you, tell them, yes, I'm smelling. Do you want to check for me? Okay. I'm trying to make sure I'm good. Is that all right? So I'm tired of us just playing it to the left. Do a smell check. Is it all right, somebody? Okay. <laughs> let's do let's do a word for the day okay uh and the word for the day is <laughs> i'm sorry y'all i'm still laughing excuse me okay uh word for the day is altruistic <laughs> altruistic okay it is an adjective that word is altruistic okay it is spelled a l t r u i s t i c altruistic okay it's an adjective the definition is unselfishly concerned for or devoted to the welfare of others. Unselfishly uh, concerned for or unselfishly devoted to the welfare of others. That's altruistic. Do you know somebody? Or is it yourself that's unselfishly concerned for others or unselfishly devoted to others? That's a wonderful way to be. And I you probably have noticed over the last few weeks of this podcast, I've been dealing with words like munificent, benevolent, altruistic, because they all mean being overly kind, being and I keep using these words because of the time that we're in today. The time that we are in today, it is okay if you are overly kind. It is listen, people are going through stuff that you know nothing about. So a kind word, a hello, how are you, and a smile. Just if you're at a restaurant and somebody is serving you, just treating them overly kind with dignity and respect. Those are things I'm trying to push because of the time that we're in and we're all going through so much and we're all going through so much together, right? We all know somebody that's had the COVID. We all know somebody who has passed from COVID. We all know somebody who has lost a loved one from COVID during the last year. And this is a time where we should be trying to be overly kind to everyone around us. Because the pandemic was one thing, but there are folks that are fighting battles you know nothing about besides the pandemic. And some folks can be right there on the edge. And because you were overly kind, because someone said hello and you said hello back, because you said hello, how are you to somebody who may have just been thinking this is it. So be overly kind. It costs you nothing to be kind. Have mercy, God. Okay, so that's why I've been dealing with these words the last few weeks. Altruistic, okay? And I want to go the other route. And, you know, there are some people who look at people 
who see that they are unselfish to a fault and they may become piranhas around that person. They may try to misuse that person, okay, because they know that they are unselfishly devoted to the welfare of others. Okay, and be careful about that. I'm not going to dwell because I've mentioned that before. But what I want to dwell on is be kind for nothing. Be nice for nothing. Is that all right? Okay, altruistic. Unselfishly concerned for others. Unselfishly devoted to the welfare. I not only care about you, but I care about your well-being. Is that all right? <clears throat> okay. Altruistic. That's the word for the day. Uh, so... Uh, before I go, uh, I wanna, we've been talking about love and everything, uh, this podcast. Uh, I want to talk about this song. I did a song last week. I want to talk about this song. I have known this song personally for years, uh, and it's a fantastic song. This song is called Get Here, and it is by Alita Adams. That's the instrumental you've been hearing. That's what you're hearing is you're hearing the instrumental to that song. It's called Get Here, okay? But before I go, if you don't know the words to this song, I want to read you the lyrics uh, because the lyrics mean so much, okay? And they mean so much literally, and they mean so much uh, figuratively, okay? So, if you will, give me just a few minutes to read this. You can reach me by railway. You can reach me by trailway. You can reach me on an airplane. You can reach me with your mind. I don't care how you get here, (laughs) but get here if you can. There are hills and mountains between us. Always something to get over. But I need you closer. And if I had my way, you would surely be closer. Now, the song goes on to say, I need you right here, right now. Yeah, yeah. I need you right here, right now. And that's the song. But I want to say before I leave, I need you closer And this don't have to be somebody Who's far away If we live together I need you close Because you can be here physically And be far away mentally And be far away emotionally And be far away everything else I need you Even when you are here next to me I need you emotionally I need you mentally, I need you wholeheartedly, and I need you selflessly. So, is that all right? Thought I would leave that with you. Get here if you can. I don't care how you get here. Get here if you can. I don't care how you get here emotionally. I don't care how you get here mentally. But get here. Oh, have mercy, God. Get here if you can. Let me let y'all go. Uh, thank y'all for listening. And with that being said, man, Shane think he know everything. Thank you for coming. We will see y'all next week. <laughs> Pop, what's up? Mama, I love you, baby.